We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place exclusive interviews with players coaches and team executives streaming live and always available on demand stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the odyssey app it is now 10:08, as you can hear me singing a little bit i just love this song welcome back everyone of course the mom and michael hour is not happening tonight my son is uh, on a little bit of a hiatus today And I am excited to have Jonathan with me to talk a little bit because you know what? I've been bugging him, I would say, over the last six months. And I know he's feeling it. He does, does, I'm sure he doesn't think about it. He doesn't want to think about it. By the way, before you go on hiatus, hiatus, please. Hiatus. Look for those shiny silver shoes. You can see them from the moon. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) He does have his shininess. He sent me a picture of a silver, um, it looks like it's rubber, but it's not. It's a silver tuxedo. And the pants were so terrible. One leg um, on the pants was up too high and the other one was down too low. It was just terribly made. They showed the picture from behind. Do you know how much just the jacket was? $2,400. $2,400. Wait, wait, wait. First of all, so, th- so you're saying he never got this tailored? No, 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 no. He wouldn't buy that. Michael's not going to buy oh, something. Oh, he, he's saying off the rack no, no, no. it was it was just that bad. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. So he said he sent it to me. He goes, Mom, I, he said, look at this jacket. I said, yeah, look at how awful it is. I mean, it's just, it's built terribly. I don't know how they did that, but it was built terribly. But that's just my my assessment on it. Okay, so here, Jonathan, I know I didn't tell you this, but I am going to talk tonight to you a little bit about sports. Now, as you know, I've been trying to learn, right? Right? Yes, you uh, you have, yes. <laughs> I really have. So I read tonight that um, the playoff, the football, the college football playoff is to expand to 12 teams by 2026, I believe. But some people are saying 2024. What do you know about this? So this was announced this week, and there had been talks earlier in the year. This is probably been about a year and year and a half long discussion because for years and years college football did not decide their national champion and this is just at the the highest level of college football okay. they did not decide their champion the same way other sports or other other uh, divisions in their own sport did so okay you, you, you open the box. The deep dive is coming. Okay, here we go. <laughs> Uh-oh. <laughs> go. So college football has, uh, on the NCAA side, has technically four divisions. Okay. It has Division One, which uh, the FBS, so the Football Bowl Subdivision, those are the highest, 
highest, uh, the highest tier of college football. That includes the University of Minnesota, the University of Wisconsin, the Big Ten, the SEC, the Big 12, the Pac-12. Those schools are included in this tier of college football. Okay. Then, then you have your Division I football championship subdivision teams, that tier. That includes North Dakota State, South Dakota State, all these other upper Midwest schools um, that, that are Division One, but aren't the biggest, you know, they don't have the biggest enrollments, they don't have the money to be up at that Division One, that football bowl level. Right. Then you have Division Two and Division Three. Division Two, Division Three, and the football championship series all have tournaments. They all have 16, 24, 32-team tournaments to decide a champion. They have a postseason. Okay. For years and years and years, the, lar- the, ta- the, the highest tier of college football did not have a tournament. You had these bowl games, the Orange Bowl, the Rose Bowl, the Cotton Bowl, the, uh, the Sugar Bowl. You had these bowl games that were basically kind of exhibitions. Are they are they still doing those? No, they they got away from it in the mid 1990s because because what would happen is you'd have a team that was highly ranked, let's say, win the Rose Bowl, and a team that was highly ranked win the Orange Bowl. Right. And they left it up to pollsters. They left it up to the the people that vote in these polls, the these ranking polls, to decide who the best team was. So you had years where you had two teams claiming a national championship. Very cool. Okay. So, so I have to say, though, by the Orange Bowl, where does that happen? The Orange Bowl is in Miami. The Rose okay. Bowl is in Pasadena, California, just right, outside of Los Angeles. Yeah. Uh, but the, there's one in Texas that my family sang at, the Steel sang at. I wasn't able to go. I was the one that's the one thing. that has been the longest running in Texas is the Cotton Bowl. That's in Dallas. Cotton Bowl. That's it. Yep. yep that's it. Cotton, they sang at that one. Yep. Cotton Bowl's in Dallas. Sugar Bowl is in New Orleans. The Fiesta Bowl is in the Phoenix area. Oh, okay. So, so in the mid '90s, what? <laughs> okay. Goodness. So in the mid '90s, what the powers that be did is said, okay, we're going to have computers. We're going to take the human element out of seeing these teams. We're going to have computers rank these teams, decide which ones are one and two, and then have them face off in a championship game. So they did that for about 20 years, about about 20 years. But there were still times when they still had polls up, so they still had people that were voting other teams number one, and you still have split champions. Finally, about five years ago, they decided we're going to do a tournament. We're going to have the top four teams. They're going to be ranked. They're going to be put into a bracket. One versus four, three versus two. Winners meet, and there's your champion. Right. So and now they've. So in, in, I mean, that was like the thing you loved. Yes. That, the, the, the most identifiable thing, in my opinion, in all of sports. People might talk about the green jacket from the Masters. People might talk about the the crystal that you get at or the the, the plate that you get at Wimbledon for winning the Wimbledon tennis tournament. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, some people may say it's it's the Stanley Cup. Right. For me, it's the NCAA tournament bracket. 
64 wow. teams, one one game to win it, one shot to win it. You lose, you're out. That's it. That's your. Yeah, it's like I, I never get to talk to my brothers during that time. <laughs> it's just there's good even reason. My sister, same thing with my there's my basketball. My sister Javita, she is. Oh my gosh, they are in it. There's they three. There's it. there's three words that describe. I won't say every man. I'll say maybe seventy percent of men, thirty five, forty percent of women. I'd say I, I give it a good percentage. There's three words that describe it during that time. There's basketball on. Yeah. Yes. So yeah. what they've done is the last few years they've done this four-team tournament. Now they're seeing, okay, there's a lot of money in this. And even well, though they've pe- always known that. Come on. Well, the, the thought may have always been there, but the, the top tier of college football has always been so invested in these bowl games. They usually take place between the middle of December and the first week of January. They've been so invested, it has been so tough to break them away from these games. And so now, when they see this playoff working, when they can travel to different cities to host the championship game, they know how much money is going to come in. And like you said, like you're saying, money can change everything. And by the way, speaking of college football, something amazing just happened. I cannot believe this just happened. I'll tell you about it in a second. Okay. Um, so what they decided this week, the, the powers that be that run this college football playoff, they decided to expand the tournament. And some people thought, well, if you're going to expand it, you're going to do a small amount. You're going to go either from four to six or from four to eight. But they decided, no, 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 we're going to blow this out. We're going to go to 12. Oh, wow. So okay, there you go. So what this does is in, in, in the hierarchy of college football in this top division, there are ten conferences. There are the Power Five, which are the Big Ten, the Big 12, the Pac-12, the SEC, and the ACC, the Atlantic Coast Conference. And then there's the Group of Five. Mm-hmm. Which is the Mid Atlantic? I'm sorry, not Mid Atlantic. Mid American, the MAC, the Mountain West, the uh, Sun Belt, the Con- uh, Conference USA, and oh, why is it escaping me now? The Sun Belt. Oh my gosh, why can't I think of it? <laughs> <laughs> Because you overdosed, locked. darling. You just no, overdosed on the whole subject. It's, it's the Mountain West, the MAC. Oh, no. Uh, there's one other conference I'm, I'm forgetting. The American. The American okay. Athletic Conference. I, okay. I, I, I faked myself out. I thought it was, and I thought it wasn't. No, it is. Uh-huh. That, that's the other one. Okay. So with four teams, you have five of these big conferences. And, again, these are big conferences that cover the, the, the entire country. And, and this is where your Minnesotas are located, your Michigans, your Ohio States, your Alabamas, your Texases, your – UCLA and USC and Stanford and Clemson and Duke and North Carolina, all these big teams are located. Well, you only got four spots. So not everyone is going to be represented. And there were big there were there were big time conferences that were left out of this process each year. So now expanding it to twelve, you can get a representative from all the big conferences usually multiple representatives, and maybe get uh, the thing that we love about the basketball tournament 
you can possibly get a Cinderella. You okay, can get one so of these better teams from a smaller school, quote-unquote, that could maybe wrench everything up. Okay, so we have to take a break, and when we come back, I want you to tell me about fantasy sports. That's what we're going to attack next. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. It is now 1024 here at WCCO. Welcome back. Oh, my goodness. We are talking sports in this hour that we usually call the Mom and Michael Hour. My son couldn't be on tonight, but we will definitely have him next week, God willing. And, of course, we are talking about um, sports, fantasy sports, and that sort of thing with Jonathan Lowe. This is his passion. Go. <laughs> I, I I don't know where to start. You've got to give me some sort of guide Okay, first. okay, here we go. Okay, let's talk about Steph Curry. Of course, he um, went back to school and finished his degree. I cannot tell you, I was just overwhelmed with joy. Uh, anytime any of the uh, sports players, any of them, um, that didn't finish their degree, go back and get it, or maybe they're going to get a bigger degree or, you know, more uh, like a master's or a PhD. Remember when Shaq got his PhD? I, I, I cried um, because in sports for many decades, years before, that's not something you were asked to do. They didn't encourage you to do that. But now uh, many of them have encouraged others to do it, and that's a big deal. So what did you feel about it when you heard about him getting his bachelor's degree? He finished it. It was awesome. I, I, I forgot that he left Davidson College, which is where he went to college, right. and, which the university went mm-hmm. to. I mm-hmm. forgot. You forget sometimes that he left as a junior. And so after his junior season, he declared for the NBA draft. Um, I, I know that that is a sore subject here in the Twin Cities because the Wolves passed on him not once but twice in wow. uh, that draft. unbelievable yeah yeah they had two they had two picks in the top seven uh i believe they had pick number five and pick number six uh pick number five they picked ricky rubio who who did good things here in minnesota uh pick number six they did not select a, a guy that did well here and pick number seven golden state selected steph curry so that is a sore subject here in the Twin Cities. <laughs> okay, his father, Dale Curry, uh, he spent 16 seasons in the NBA. Yes. I didn't know that. Yes, he, he <laughs> was he was one of – since I don't have a team from – since there wasn't a team from my hometown that I could sort of rally around and root for when I was growing up, the, the, the Kings, who are now in Sacramento, were in Kansas City and Omaha for a period of about – eight to ten years, but they left when I was really young, so I didn't really get to know them. So I've sort of floated on teams that I've liked throughout the years. And one of the teams that that 
people don't talk about as much, but it's kind of one of those cult favorite type of teams. Mm-hmm. Involved Steph, Dur- Steph Curry's dad, Del Curry. He was on a team in Charlotte, the Charlotte Hornets, back in the mid-90s with guys like Alonzo Mourning and Mo- Muggsy Bogues and Larry Johnson. And I loved those teams. Those teams were great. And so I've always had an affinity for not just Del Curry, but when I heard about his son coming up um, and going and going to college, because I, I watched him when he was at Davidson. When I heard about Steph Curry, I'm like, wow, this is pretty cool. You know, Del Curry's son, this is awesome. And then I watched him play, and I was just, I was like, wow. It's a wow for yeah. me. But but him going back and getting his degree is just great. It's it's just a big you, deal. You hear to about me. like you said, Shaquille O'Neal did that. I believe Vince Carter did oh, that. Many have done it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Many many people have done it, and it's just one of those things where people people got out of the business of staying in school for four years. In the mid to late nineties, people started coming out earlier and earlier and earlier on average. But in the 70s and the 80s, you had a lot of guys that stayed all four years, and you got to know them all four years in college, and they earned their degrees. And now we're getting back to the point where, okay, basketball is finite. Sports are usually finite. Really the only one that you can play on a somewhat professional level at least into your upper ages is probably golf. And right. so you got to make sure that you can reassure yourself with other things down the line. And so the fact that, you know, these these basketball players are going back and finishing their degrees, getting that diploma, it's it's awesome. It's fantastic. Yeah, you were just talking about you have an affinity for, you know, some of the things we were talking about. You want to know what I have an affinity for, for basketball? Okay, the 1970s uh, uh uh, outfits they I wore. was going to say the short shorts. I knew you were <laughs> going to the short shorts. I, I got yeah, a, I got a I song going it. on in my head right now. Short ah. shorts, yeah. I mean, whoa. I, I, yeah, you just don't. I hey, knew and, you were going to short shorts. And my mother did not know I was looking at that game and looking at those shorts. But, man, was I looking at those shorts. <laughs> you can understand when <laughs> you look down at the shag carpeting and there's a little puddle of drool. Oh that's my underneath God, your, that's by your no feet. Puddle of drool. Don't it's you by your feet. Die, it's please. by your feet. You don't know. It me. just uh-uh. it just missed Mm-mm. clipping your sneakers. No, I don't was, wear or your sneakers. house shoes. <laughs> but it was on it was on it was on the shack carpeting. <laughs> okay, okay, whatever you say, dude. Okay, um, before we have to take a break, can you um, tell me what seed is when it talk, when it comes to the NCAA? What so, does seed mean? Seeding is just ranking. So oh, it's just ranking. Why can't yeah. they say rank? Because because it's a, it's it's another way to to explain can't you it. What? what? Can't you say rank? <laughs> you can, but they is. they say you have seed lines. You have, I guess maybe I'm trying to think of why they. I've never really thought about that. Why they why they determine a seed? Um. Huh. I'll have to look that up. Look that up and let me know because I do not understand it. Okay, we got to take a break and we'll come back in just a minute. Welcome back, everyone. It is now 1036 right here on the Mom and Michael Hour. Unfortunately, my son is not able to join us tonight, but Jonathan and I, I am having like a sports session. As you guys know, I've been trying to learn more. And uh, Sit down I'm on the couch. The therapist is in. 
<laughs> the therapist. I need a therapist just to learn this stuff. Oh my god! If you're if you're becoming away. a sports fan, yes, you do. <laughs> I'm trying to become a sports fan. Okay. I mean, I would love to sit here and talk about sonobello liposuction, but if that's not the thing you're interested in, and so here I am looking at football and basketball, and we talked about the twins earlier, so I'm learning, and I need to learn. I do, so I really appreciate it. You know, and that's the, this is the thing with sports. Sports is not for everybody. I, I have no issue with you as a person if you're not a sports fan. I you know I I may try to I I don't try to force it on people. I might, you know, my eyes might bulge open and and dilate and everything if if you start talking about it. But I don't want to force it on people. That's not a good way to go. Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's talk about um College football specifically, uh, as we, we I think we started out with college football. Yes. Is that right? I have it written down. Yeah, the playoff yes. to expand to 12 teams. Um, and so as you see us going into the fall and then into the winter, uh, when do you really sit down and say, okay, this is my time. This is my time to get completely entrenched in all things sports, especially football. See, do you ever get to that point? And then when does it happen? See, it, 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 the problem with me is that it never ends. Um, I am such a, again, and I've said, this, I've said this on your program, I've said this on many programs before, I am a sports dork. I follow basketball, baseball, football, a little bit of soccer. I sh- I, I, I'm trying to grow more with soccer. Um, I don't know as much about hockey, but the hockey playoffs are – Insane that, as I have said before, they are the best professional playoffs of all of them. The Stanley wow. Cup playoffs, they are okay. the best. Um, you know, there there are some things that I'll watch that I watch golf and and play golf, and I'm, I I never really break out of that mold, uh, I or that mode. There are a couple of days out of the year where there's really nothing to be played. And usually it's around the middle of July oh, uh, wow. when, the, when the baseball season takes a break. There's usually a couple of days in there where there are really no sports to talk about or very few. And that's kind of a downtime for me. But every other day, it's just, <laughs> okay, we're good. We're, we're okay. rolling. So you are so entrenched in sports, which is great. you know. And so many men, I mean, my brothers, man, when it's their time, to do the whole basketball, football, and you know, and golf. My my brother Fred golf for real. Oh my gosh, it's just wonderful to hear them laughing. You know, sometimes they'll come to mom's house, and I'll be sitting out here working, and oh my gosh, it's wonderful to hear all of that joy come from them, or all the angst and how they get really ticked off when something didn't go right. And I'm just wondering when you're at home. You know, do you call your friends, your brothers, you know, and say, hey, let's get together and watch the game? Or you guys go out somewhere to a sports bar? How does that work out for you? So because my schedule has always been pretty weird overall, um, I, I don't – there have been times where I've gone out and I've, I've hung out with friends or when I'm back home I've hung out with family and we've watched certain events, uh, especially when I was younger. But – I haven't done that as much these days. Usually what I'll do is if there's a, you know, 
most nights of the week or some nights of the week, I guess, I'll go out to one of the local establishments, the bars, and sit down and watch. And uh, whether there are people there that I can talk with or people there that I know or not, I can engross myself in whatever game is going on. And so every everyone is different. I don't necessarily need to have that conversation with someone nearby, but it's good to have. It 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 does enhance the experience. Okay, so when the football players or basketball players or whomever, especially in college, realize that they are really not receiving as much as they should receive from their university, what do you say? How do you look at these guys specifically, these men who, you know, come to the college, they're excited about being there, they're excited to be chosen to be on the football team, but then they back off and just go, no, you know, the level of financial and compliance um, support players are receiving um, from the university, and it's up and down. I mean, there's no consistency with that. Should there be consistency with that, or it's all based on what school you go to? This is is where it really gets starts to get tricky, and this is what people – have been clamoring for for a long time and and what has been it's it's not a solution it's not a permanent solution it's not an overall solution but it's a step in this thing called name image and likeness nil right so this name image and likeness what you can do is you can go what people were were complaining about before was you can pay all these coaches they're basically employees of the state, especially at a private college. It's going to be a little bit different, but at a state college, like a university of Minnesota, all these coaches are state employees. And so what people look at is the salaries of, and I don't want to throw him under the bus, but Mm -hmm. just because everybody knows him, PJ Fleck, PJ Fleck makes more than the governor. Right. P.J. Fleck makes more than the university president. He's the coach, right? He's the, he's the football coach. Right. So Usually in most of these states, the head football coach at a major a state college, a major state-run university, right. is the highest paid employee. And so when you're talking about students, and I'd get into arguments about this with, with some people, some people on this station, um, about this, and – they believe some people believe that the ability to gain a scholarship and not have to pay to go to school, not have to pay room and board, not to have to pay for tuition, not have to pay for books and your three meals a day, that's enough. That's sufficient for you to give your all, give your body, give your 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 youth to these schools. Yeah, you know, I was just talking to Rohan Preston earlier tonight, and, and he had written a small bite about um, Gophers football coach P.J. Flex vacation home. It listed at $2.5 million. Can you imagine the players at these colleges that find out the coaches are making so much money um, that they can buy a vacation home, a vacation no, home? No, Gerald, I'm telling you this right now. They've known for decades I understand that, but I thought we were getting ahead of this. I thought we were really starting to deal no, with it. No, it's 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 going to get into a sticky place because there are some people out there that say that to pay these athletes mm-hmm. is to make them employees of 
the university and then make them employees of the university, well, maybe they can unionize. And some people are saying, well, maybe the players, especially in football and men's basketball, maybe they need to unionize to make sure that they can get fair compensation for what they're doing, for what they're for, for what they are putting, again, their bodies through. Because let's say you are in college on in a music program. You're trying to earn a Bachelor's of Arts in Music or a Bachelor of Arts in Drama. You can still go out and perform in plays or make music and make money. Let's you know there there are people that might have gone to school for for this for X X Y and Z, and they can go out either in their field or do side businesses, and make money that way to cover costs. It's called capitalism. I yes. get it, but but to know that the players are giving up so much, you know, they they and, should be able to go ahead. Well, it's 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 and that's what I was trying to get to. So you're you're in. A meteorology program. You're you're going for the degree I got, Bachelor of Science in Meteorology. You can go out and you can maybe do some other business or, or work for a living, work and go to school at the same time and make money. But at the same time, the only money that you're really bringing into the university is your own tuition, your own your own room and board, your own books. What these athletes are doing in the big time sports, especially. They're also bringing in the added revenue of five games a season, six games a season in football, 15 to 17 games a season in basketball, where you're bringing in money from the, not just the students, but all the fans, all the alums that come and pack these stadiums and arenas. So that's the added thing that people are looking at. You're making millions upon billions of dollars for the university and you're not getting fair compensation for the work that you're doing to help the university. That's where people are that want the athletes to be paid are talking about this and have been talking about it for a long time. Well, I don't see anything wrong with them being paid. I, do, I don't understand why that's even a big argument. I mean, the kind of money that these the, the schools are making off of sports, they, they ought to sit there and go, absolutely, it's time and, for us to do that. And I, again, I don't understand it. And again, this goes to the the thinking of amateurism and it's something that separates college sports from professional sports when people look at professional sports that's a job that's a grown person with grown people problems and they can control they can have more control over their destinies than these college children these college adults young adults that come in and they're supposed to be all for alma mater and all for, um, right, you know, right. doing stuff for the greater good of their school instead of give me a paycheck. You know, I need to get paid every two weeks. Right. And, and that's you. where the, the disconnect, the, 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 the gap is. Between well, there's people no that disconnect. Want- there's no. I mean, everybody understands exactly what's happening. It's just that it won't, they, they won't solve it. It should have been solved a while ago. I remember being on on radio at WCCO so many years ago where, um, what was his name? Oh, my God. Basketball player who went from high school straight to Kevin Garnett. Kevin Garnett, sweetheart, just a sweet man. And um, 
I remember how people called in on my show and I was saying how I don't blame him for making that decision because we never know how long our bodies are going to, you know, hold up, hold up or any of that when you're playing sports. And so I was all for him to make that decision because he could make the decision. and He could always go back if he stays, if, you know, if, if his body holds up. And people were saying to me, oh, he has no right to to walk away from his team. Um, they really are depending on him. And that just shows that he doesn't have any what did they say? I can't remember the word that was used. Now, was this? They now, really felt this was. It made them angry. So this. So you're saying this was when he got into the league, or was this when he? Was this right before he got traded from Minnesota to Boston? Because the, the reaction you're 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 talking about sounds more like when he got traded than when he came into the league as an 18 year old. No, I'm talking about when he came into the league. Okay. At, at the university, he was at the University of Minnesota, right? No, he never he never went to college. Okay, then who was it that went to college at the University of Minnesota, and then left early and went to go play sports, professional sports? Who um, was that? Gosh, I'm trying to remember. I I going back that far, I'm I can't remember. It was either basketball or football, but I can't remember. We have to look it up. But of course, we are running out of time. Um, but it's been fun trying to learn from you. You, I've been telling you for years, Jonathan. I need to learn about sports, and I love for my brothers to teach me. But you know, when they are in their sports, I mean, when September rolls around, or even August, you know, Geraldine, you know, no, nobody sees me when it comes to the men of the family. <laughs> Because I don't know oh, enough. Goodness. My sister Javita knows a whole lot about sports. Um, my my sister Janice, who lives in California, knows a whole lot about sports. But I'm the one that said, "No, not my thing." Well, now I'm trying to get an understanding. Oh, just keep so, just keep just keep nudging them. They'll 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 turn around. Oh, they, they will. They will. Around. But I just want to say thank you to you for helping me out. I now know that seed is about ranking. Yes. Wow. I mean, just it, say ranking. Good lord. We got a break. <laughs> Oh, we got a break. Okay, we're going to take a break. We'll be back. It is now 10.55 here at WCCO as we wrap up tonight. Uh, my goodness, it's been uh, really fun with you, Jonathan, and have had a great time with my guests tonight as well. So thank you so much. The Mom and Michael Hour will resume next Sunday. I'm looking forward to that. By the way, um, I, needed to, I needed to play that song for myself. I need to calm down. I'm so talking about sports this whole hour. I'm so geeked up. Geeked. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I know who I'm talking to. Trust me. <laughs> but thank you, Jonathan, for helping me understand some of this. And we'll have to do that again, um, maybe in a month or two or three or four. Um, <laughs> I really enjoyed it. So thank you for the support. Nobody called and said, tell Jolyn to shut up. That's great. Um, but I am going to learn this stuff. I really am because I want to. I don't need to, but I really want to. Um, thank you guys for sticking and staying with us tonight. Now, I do want to mention that even though I didn't mention it in center stage or 9 o'clock hour, my sister Javita and I are absolutely at the Dakota on September 10th. September 10th. So come on out to the Dakota. Just go to dakotacooks.com for information. You'll see us for September 10th, and we can't wait to sing for you. Take care, you guys. Jonathan, you be safe out there, okay? Be safe. Good night, everyone. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. 
Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did.